0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Is that the new iPhone? Yeah, got it on T-Mobile. Fastest iPhone deserves America's fastest LTE network. Introducing the amazing iPhone 8. It's the best iPhone yet, now on America's best unlimited network. For a limited time, save up to $300 on the amazing iPhone 8 after 24 monthly bill credits. And now join T-Mobile's iPhone upgrade program for free. Eligible trade-in and finance agreement required. If you cancel service, you may lose promo credits. Contact us for details. Video at 480p. Small fraction of users over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speed. See store for details. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Matt Williamson. This is the Lockdown NFL Podcast. Sorry to come to you so late. My Mondays are crazy until the evenings. I apologize. But I do appreciate you hanging on and waiting for me. Um, We're brought to you by my bookie today. I'll tell you more about them. I've told you about them in the past. They rock. Um, and I also, we still have a deal going with Pro Football Focus, too, where go to iTunes, go to my page on iTunes, the Locked on NFL podcast, leave me a review, preferably a good one, and leave your Twitter handle, and you got a shot to win a subscription, yearly subscription to Pro Football Focus. It's worth like 40 bucks, but in reality, it's worth a lot more than that. It's a great thing. It's a great tool, even if you don't do this for a living as I do, but hit that up for sure. You're crazy not to. And I can appreciate the review. Um, in the meantime, tonight we have a game starting here in about an hour and a half. Um, I'm not going to harp on that because probably by the time you listen to this, it'll already be going down. But I'm expecting a low-scoring affair, two good run defenses, grinded out, questionable quarterbacks, excited to see Trubisky. Um, I think Minnesota wins in the end. I just think points are going to be hard to come from or come by for the Bears Especially in the passing game, I think we see a dominant performance from the Vikes' defense on the road. But low-scoring, fun game. Sort of a, you know, I'm just pulling up the the slate of games here. Bills lost twenty to sixteen to the Bengals. I think this Bengals offense is evolving. You know that Dalton's looked better. I think Bill Lazor is paying off. They're feeding AJ Green at a remarkable level, and I think that. Adds up. I mean, he's your stud. He did a number on a really impressive rookie corner in Tradavius White. Um, I also think that this offense could still really use Tyler Eifert and Ross. Um, meanwhile, the Bills have very little now to speak of at the receiving core after losing Clay early in this game. That's a big blow for them. Not that he's a great player, but he was their best receiving option. Bengals running game is starting to show signs of life in a game like this they were able to at least stay with it I think Mixon's breakout is coming but I still question their blocking in the end I think both these teams are sort of middling to below average average neighborhood Bengals are showing a little more signs of life them' a little more worried about the bills than you know it looks like they're starting to come back. Bad game. Well, bad teams. Uh, the Jets edge out the Browns. Kaiser was once against, ben, once against benched in this game. I'm going to write an article tonight. I already read it. I just need to pre- review it and send it in about my thoughts on that whole situation. So you can find that on my timeline at Williamson NFL. Um, The Jets do some good things. Uh, they certainly do. Um, this was still a losable game for sure for New York. I don't think all of a sudden, just because they're 3-2, and two, that they're good. I mean, I think they're very far from it and may only win another game or two this year. But they're doing a really good job. You know, on, as a coaching staff, I absolutely think that Bull should keep his job and be commended for what he's getting out of this team. McCown's playing better than th- originally would expect. Uh, there's some things going on here to like. I mean, meanwhile, the Browns, I mean, the only thing I can get excited about right now with them Njoku flashed again. There's a lot of talent there, obviously, um, and Miles Garrett. I mean, Miles Garrett played 17 snaps, I think, and had uh, two sacks. I mean, I've been telling you he's going to be a superstar. That's something for Browns fans to get excited about. But man, I mean, they're one in 20 in their last 21 games. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, a Hugh Jackson's coach is, you know, his record as the Browns head coach is one in 20. When selecting your feature, I had mentioned before that we are brought to you by MyBookie. And and as you know, since I started this podcast, or started doing podcasts, what, 12, 13 years ago. Everyone always is asking me for games and tidbits and, you know, what team do you bet on this week? You got the Pats or the Steelers or do you got Chicago or Detroit or tonight? You know, you got the... The Vikes are the Bears, and I'm going to take the Vikes in that game. Now, let me tell you this. Where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. So, that's why I always tell people to go to mybookie.ag. MyBookie has been in this business for years, and their rep is rock solid. They do 100% cash bonuses. So, off the bat, you're making money for doing nothing. They have the fastest payouts. Seriously, it's only just two business days, which is unheard of in this business. You know who's going to win, right? So, lay down some cash and win big today. I would only recommend my service to, you know, to listeners that's been good to me. That's why I'm going to urge you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game live bettings, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and an all-new mobile site that makes wagering on the go a breeze, which is pretty awesome. Join now, and my bookie will match your deposit with up to 100% bonus. I mean, that's 100% free money. That's awesome. Use our promo code Locked On to activate the offer. So visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, the Panthers get a nice win in Detroit. And Matthew Stafford took a beating in this game. And I caught a lot of heat for having the Panthers really high in my power ranks on Tuesday. And I think I'm pretty justified. This is a nice win. Newton is coming around really nicely the last two weeks as a passer. Um, I really am worried about the Lions' offensive line, pretty much with the exception of Ricky Wagner. But the left side is a nightmare. Like I said, Stafford is getting destroyed. Um, They're running the ball a little. I mean, not enough to save them. The weapons are helping them a little, but not enough to save a bad line. And I think their defense was exposed a little bit for what it is. It's a questionable group that's gotten a lot of turnovers. But Stafford still really impresses me. Uh, played well and did some things finally in the second half, but man, he was taking a beating. Um, McCaffrey was involved nicely. You know, Ed Dixon blew up in this game. Funches continues to impress. Benjamin's been pretty good. So the Panthers are kind of back to doing what they're doing and making life, you know, playing to Cam's strengths. And I like it. And with downfield throws, it makes a lot of sense for where they are as a team. Colts edge out the Niners, and the Niners are 0-5, but they've been highly competitive in a lot of their games, and in the end, it might be better to be 0-5 than, say, 2-3 or something like that, you know, for draft pick reasons, and let the Jets win those games and get ahead of you. Um, But they've been really competitive. I I didn't think Hoyer played all that bad in this game either. Two bad defenses, of course. Um, Brissett's a good player. I'm interested to see what you do with this guy. Can you... Do you trade him to the next team? You keep him as a backup, worry about luck a lot. I thought Hilton came to play in a big way. He ended up with 177 yards receiving. Mack showed up in a big way. Gore moved up on the all-time list. I think he's pretty much assured now to be a Hall of Famer, um, considering where he's at on the all-time list and still churning away. So Colts aren't as bad as I thought. I mean, I still think that they're very much, you know, a a rebuild. of have a lot of work to do. The quarterback situation's interesting to me. This game was not interesting to me. Dolphins 16, Titans 10. And I don't mind low-scoring games. You guys know I love defense. But I thought this game was just inept offense from what I saw. You know, from what I've been able to gather from this one. It was just two bad offenses not executing well. Cutler's not playing great. Nothing in that offense is working well. Parker got hurt in the game. Their line's bad. They're not running the ball. They're not passing. I mean, nothing's working out. We know who Castle is. He's a big problem. And, I, I mean, you can't tell me the Kaepernick wouldn't have been better. I mean, please. But the, we're not going to go down that road right now. This is a big loss for Tennessee in the scheme of things against a team that really isn't that good. Um, meanwhile, you know, Miami sits at 2-2. Two and two. I do think that they could be more respectable on the offensive side of the ball. I trust Gase. But this is... Bad football in this one. Two winless teams. The Chargers edge out the Giants in a game that kind of could have gone either way. The story, you know, isn't that Eli and Rivers are done from the same draft class or close to it. That's been a story for a long time now or for a while now. I don't think that's breaking news to anyone. These teams need to find a, a quarterback sooner than later. Odell goes down and is out for the year, man. That's a... Brutal hit. And the Giants have a tough schedule coming up. They've got a lot of things going against them this year, a lot more injuries. Shepard and Marshall were hurt. So guys like Gallman and Darqua were kind of, you know, give you room for hope that maybe the the offense is coming around. But they go as Odell goes. And we all know that. I mean, that this is a, a, it's over for them. I mean, it absolutely is if it wasn't already. But this is the dagger for their season. And, I hate to say this, but maybe in a good way. I mean, if they end up being a three- or four-win team, maybe they do draft their quarterback. And I know it's too early to think that way. We'll have plenty of those type of talks going forward. I thought Melvin Gordon was excellent in this game, though. I'm a fan. I was not a fan coming out of Wisconsin. Didn't love him his rookie year. Was hesitant to get on the train last year. But I think he's legit. I really do. I know the Eagles are legit. I mean, the Cardinals didn't show up in this game (laughs) <laughs> till late it what it felt, felt like, And like Stafford Palmer has been taking a beating too The Eagles rushed the quarterback well You guys know I'm smitten with Wentz And have been for a while I, I think he is the next great one They're running the ball well Aguilar has stepped up big for them too it's going to be a long year for the Cardinals, man. I mean, they're 2-3, and three, but I don't see a lot of light at the end of this tunnel. Big picture for this team. I mean, obviously getting David Johnson back one day would be great. And, you know, just in the future for a big picture of this team. Um, I'm excited, we'll talk about it a lot, but I'm excited about Eagles, Panthers. I mean, those two will both be really high on my power ranks tomorrow. But they meet on Thursday. That is a really good game and two of the best teams in the league, in, the, in, in my opinion. Eligible trade-in and finance agreement required. If you cancel service, you may lose promo credits. Contact us for details. Video at 480p. Small fraction of users over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speed. See store for details. So my Steelers got beat by the Jags. Been through five picks. Jags D is really good. um, But the Steelers kind of helped them too by going away from the run. This team really reminds me of late career Elway that you need to run the ball. You got to go through Bell. He's your T.E. Davis. Um, You got to take something off the quarterback's plate. Ben is not playing well. Certainly all these picks were not his fault. He's really been playing at this level all year long. This is the one that ended up looking the worst on the stat sheet. Um, Fournette, they just stuck with him. They asked Bortles to do very, very little. Uh, he broke a 90-yarder to finish the game, and he's impressive. But you know, it was it, that that kind of padded his stats, and they just leaned on him heavy. And as the game went on, it started to pay off more and more. And he certainly is that wear you down type of guy. Um, they just ran the ball over and over. I mean, Bortles—it was like me and you could have played snaps at quarterback. I mean, it was very little was asked of him. Thought Antonio Brown was probably the best player out there, and him and Ramsey had some really good battles, and Ramsey had a great game. But when they were one-on-one, I give the edge to Brown. I mean, Brown was really good in this game. Uh, the rest of the offense is struggling, though. I mean, even a guy like DeCastro has been good at a tough game. Um, Steelers need to get some things right. They need to reevaluate who they are. The Jags have to play this formula, and this is perfect. I mean, how about this first step? The Jags ran three offensive plays in the third quarter. Gained zero yards on them, but they outscored the Steelers 13 nothing in the third quarter. Or 13 to 3 in the third quarter. Two pick sixes in a matter of like two minutes. Crazy. Ravens jumped all over the Raiders, led by EJ Manuel, and that game seemed like and neither team would have, you know, whoever would have got up big in that game first was was you know gonna win, especially the Raiders with Manuel, or not equipped to come back in that that situation. I will give the Ravens and Flacco credit though. I mean, they threw deep. Mike Wallace ended up with three catches for one thirty three. You know he's not going to do that every week, but th- this was old school Ravens offense. They protected pretty well. The the Raiders defense has something to do with it. They don't rush the passer very well outside of Mac, and their back seven is bad. Um, but you got to throw bombs to Wallace. You can't just be super conservative if this is if Flacco's your quarterback and this is the way you play football. You need a big play or two, and they ran the ball well. You know, Jorius Allen. Um, not a lot to take from the Raiders though. I mean, they just need to tread water. They're two and three right now in a tough division. They need to stay alive as long as they possibly can until Carr gets back. But where's Amari Cooper? I mean, come on, man. Um, things are not going well for the Raiders on either side of the ball. I thought this was a fun game. Seattle edges out the Rams, 16-10. And of course, there's no. Um, moral victories in the NFL. But the Rams hung with a really good team, and this could have gone either way. Several plays were, you know, uh, deciphered at uh, big interception by Earl Thomas. Gurley fumbles going into the end zone, and that role makes me crazy that he fumbled and the ball went out of the end zone. or So the other team gets the ball, even though they didn't do anything to take it away. It was, could have been, you know, on the one-yard line. Um, but defenses ruled the day. Wasn't Goff's best day, but you know Seattle's D, to me, very much looks to be where it needs to be as the season moves on. They're a lot of high-quality players on that side of the ball. Rams D played well, too. Um, Seattle's offense has problems. They don't run the ball. Jimmy Graham showed up, but the rest of the offense really struggled. Um, these two are pretty even teams right now. And it's a big win for Seattle in division, obviously, because I think these two are going to be competing for the NFC West. Uh, Packers over Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys have to hate Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I thought Dak played really well in this game. I thought Devontae Adams played really well in this game. Aaron Jones was really encouraging in this game. He's a good player. I mean, he may end up being one of the steals in the draft. I don't know that he's going to take over for Ty Montgomery, as some of us some of the speculated, but... I do think that he's going to be a factor, and they're going to be real happy they drafted him. Rodgers is the story, though. I mean, didn't we just see this show from Dallas before? You know, that don't give the ball to Rodgers to end the game. And I'm not saying Dak Prescott shouldn't have ran in the end zone. But eat the clock a little bit more at the end of the game. Don't throw the fade right before that. Eat the clock. The clock's your enemy. You know, that you can't give Rodgers time. And he was masterful. He's a total superstar. Um, throws the back shoulder fade to win it. And he makes it look so easy. I mean, there's nobody like him. And he's playing at a really high level. And I still tell you, I mean, his, his supporting cast is okay, but it's not great. I mean, it's been like that his whole career. Uh, Jordy Nelson conspicuously was out near the end. I'm curious what's going on with him. Um, Cowboys need more from guys outside of Dak, but they did pick it up as the game went on. Um, they could meet again. They could meet again. Packers at four and one, though they're in good shape. Team in the best shape in the league is Kansas City. They won forty-two to thirty-four in Houston, and pretty much had the game in hand for a large percentage of it. And I know that Watson put up huge numbers, but a lot of it was. And garbage time and not, you know, as impressive. But he did play well, and so did Hopkins. And I'm coming around on Watson. I'm impressed with his poise, He very much so. Um, he is willing to sling it. I mean, the story, obviously, is Houston loses Merciless, and then they lose Watt for the year. It's like, oh, man. I mean, that's just drained the stadium, I'm sure. I mean, that's what the, the announcers were saying. How could it not, you know, with everything that's happened with the Hurricane Relief Fund and all those things, of course, him returning from injury and playing well, and then you lose him early on a primetime game like that. Like, oh, man. And and Merciless is a really good player, too. Like, that's overlooked here that, oh, by the way, Whitney Merciless is out, who's a stud. Uh, I wonder where Houston's going to go, but, I mean, that division, is Jacksonville going to win it? Maybe. Tennessee going to win it? That's what I said. Like, that Tennessee loss is big. You got to win that game. Um, but no Mariota. I mean, man, I guess Houston's still in it at 2-3. and three. I'm sure, I guess they, I mean, they are, but their defense is not going to be elite now. That's for sure. And I would think it's a middle-of-the-road unit. Kansas City's really impressive. I'm not sure what else to say. I mean, I certainly owe Alex Smith all the credit for playing really, really well this year. Kelsey had another big game, too. He's great. Uh, suffered a concussion late, though. A lot of injuries in this game. Kansas City's pretty banged up. They got a handful of injuries. Kareem Hunt had another productive day, but a lot of it came late, which is impressive, just sticking with the run, kind of like I said before. The run pays dividends when you you hang with it for a while. Uh, Kansas City's the best team in the league, and we'll we'll reiterate that tomorrow um, on the power ranks. So go check out mybookie.ag. Use the uh, locked-on code. Leave me a review, check, and we will talk tomorrow with some Power Ranks.